Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast, where we seek to encourage the church each day. This is Mondays with Michael, and we are on Unit 22, Session 2, Day 1 of the Gospel Project. So our passage today is in Mark 5, 1 through 20. Now this passage talks about the uh, possessed man that Jesus meets uh, in a graveyard. He's been uh, chained and restrained, and nothing seemed to actually hold him back. He would just break everything that people used to hold him in place. Uh, it doesn't sound like he was actually attacking anyone, but uh, he was causing harm to himself and just generally breaking everyone out with uh, the way in which he was behaving and the strength that he had. And so this, uh, this was a rather unusual possession. We don't know how he became possessed. We don't know how it came about, but we do know that there was many of them from the, the way that the demons called themselves legion. Uh, so this was, uh, so it was not a good situation. This wasn't something that people really knew what to do with. They tried to restrain him. It didn't work. They tried to cast him out, um, keep him away from the people, which was kind of working, but it still left him in a difficult situation. Uh, so the, the subject that I'm going to be talking about is the idea of power and hope. Now, possession isn't something that we see in the Bible too often, and we see it even less in our day-to-day activities, but we all experience the spiritual warfare in the world and in our own lives. Uh, it may not be as direct as uh, like possession, where we actually see Jesus talking to demons, but uh, we can all uh, relate with the idea of having these these things that want to control us, these things that want to pull us away from God. Uh, these things may be temptations, they may be our own sinful nature, uh, they could be outside pressures from others, from our peers, from our boss, uh, from family, uh, people wishing, uh, wanting us to do something that, that they do, but which we know is wrong. It could be from difficult circumstances and our response to those circumstances. Um, such things can often push us to turn away from God and to seek help elsewhere or to try and do it on our own. And uh, each of these things, it, it's not the the correct response, and we know that, but it's part of this warfare that each and every one of us is a part of. This war that has been raging since uh, almost creation. It's been shortly after creation. And we don't know precisely when Satan fell and the first sin happened with him, but we do know this first sin that happened with us. And uh, obviously this was in the garden during the fall. And so this has been a, a war that has been raging since as far back as humanity can remember. Now, we do, we do know, both from this passage and from other parts of the Bible, that God has the power and that he will ultimately have victory within this war. Uh, we can look at Revelation and see the, the ending of this conflict and know that those who have been with God will be victorious and those that have stood against God will be defeated. But uh, within our own everyday lives and temptations and situations that we face, we can take comfort in seeing that God has the power to have victory, even in those little battles. 
Now we see multiple examples of Jesus having power and authority over demons, such as Acts 16 and Matthew 4.24. Now, uh, in all of these many instances, uh, we can see Jesus interacting with uh, demons and uh, various parts of sin. We, we see that he has authority over them. We can look at their response to him, that they, they actually defer to him. Uh, they, they, ter- they, they ask him permission to go into the pigs rather than just doing it. They, they beg him not to send, him, send them into, uh, into the abyss. And they, they are obviously frightened of him. They know that they have turned against him. They know that he has power over them. And we can take comfort in the fact that uh, Christ has this power because uh, he is the one that has saved us. He is the one that guides us and protects us and watches over us each day. Now, he has this same power and authority over us as well. And that is where our hope can come from. Now, our hope comes from the fact that God has power over sin and over our own fallen nature. But that's if we're willing to let him work in our lives. If we are willing to give him this authority within our lives, then he has the power to remove sinful habits, sinful temptations, and to slowly remove this sinful nature that drives us against him. We can't do this on our own because we're fighting ourselves. But with his help and with his power, we are capable of having this victory. The power that he displays gives us hope that through him, we can overcome the battles in our own spiritual lives. And we can become more and more like him. Now, we do see in the passage when Jesus is uh, speaking with the man after the demons have been driven out, that uh, the man actually wants to come with Jesus. But Jesus tells him to go back and to share what happened with his family and friends. It seems like kind of an anticlimactic ending to this, you know, this very epic event. But he doesn't always demand an epic response from his power. Within each of our lives, he may work miracles, but he doesn't call us to make a big show out of it or to share it with everyone. Now, there are some that perhaps he has called to share their stories with the world itself. But the majority of us will only be sharing it with a small number, our family, our friends, the people that we want to influence towards him and towards his work. Now, I, uh, I understand that it can sound small and insignificant. Uh, it can sound like, Maybe you're not doing a whole lot for him, but if those are the people that he has called you to witness to, that he has called you to reach out to, or the situation that he's called you to deal with, or the the sins that he's called you to confront and remove from your life, that's carrying out his work. And there is nothing more epic or incredible than carrying out the work of God. Now this week, I pray that God's power will give you hope in your own spiritual battles and that even if victory isn't flashy or epic 
that will still accomplish his work, for there is no greater victory than that. When change and tears are past.